welcome back to Fusion Sports. I'm your host, Azari Manning, and the first thing we're going to get into is a little bit of what I like to call That's Baller with Ladies. This, we'll be talking a little bit about what's going on with the WNBA and now how they're in the semi-final rounds of the WNBA playoffs. Um, just to let you know, the four teams that are still in right now is, of course, um, Seattle, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Las Vegas. These are the final four teams of the WNBA, and they are set to play today, actually, on Sunday. So we'll stay tuned to see who we think might take it or who actually is going to take the crown and be the MVP of this, uh, of this round. Um, we also want to talk about fusion fantasy and what we like to predict ourselves and what we think is going to happen. My opinion, I'm going to take LA. I think LA is definitely going to take it all the way. The Sparks will take it. Um, I'm really eager to hear what you guys think and who you guys think will be taking the championship title this year. So go ahead and hit us up on um, Instagram and social media and to let us know who you think will take it under the fusion fantasy hashtag. Also, we want to get a little bit more into the WNBA as speculations have been talking about Brittany Griner and if she will stay with the Phoenix Mercury. She has already stated publicly that she wants to stay with Phoenix, and the Phoenix Mercury have seemed to want her as well. So we hope for the best and hope that she gets to stay um, and bring home another title next year. Now, we also will be getting more into tennis. This is what I like to call the tennis show because we're going to be really focusing on the amazing ladies of tennis and what amazing things happened during the U.S. Open this year. It was a lot of sportsmanship and a lot of athleticism and a lot of sisterhood that we love to embrace here on Fusion Sports. I'm super excited to get into it, so we'll be back after this break. Welcome to Fusion Sports. Thank you so much for coming back with us. I'm Azari Manning, and we're going to get right into the tennis issue. This will be all about the amazing ladies of the U.S. Open and how they killed it this year. I firstly want to start talking about the amazing athleticism and sportsmanship as well as sisterhood that we've seen between the amazing Naomi Osaka and Coco Goff. Um, during uh, Goff's defeat against... Um, Naomi Osaka, she was a little emotional, which everyone is, a true athlete is always emotional sometimes when they, um, when they lose, um, but what was really striking to me was um, Osaka's amazing, amazing, um, just relentless attitude towards her, but she went up to Coco and really just gave her words of encouragement and empowerment. Remind you, Coco Goff is only 15 years old to be in the U.S. Open, that is already amazing in itself and we're super excited to see what she, what else she'll do in this in her amazing uh, tennis career um, but most importantly what I feel like is more important we should see that more between uh, female athletes and understanding that yes we, we go hard but we're also sometimes emotional and it's okay to show emotions and to feel sad or feel defeated because that can only help you in the long run um, I'm really excited to see the relationship that we'll see between them and the, the future matchups that they'll have because you can tell that they have a really good bond um, already. Already, So that was a really cool moment. Another really cool moment was between uh, Serena Williams. Now, Serena Williams did not go too far in the U.S. Open. She did her best, which we're always proud of her and always are, are celebrating her. But she's really shown that she is a true vet and a true um, idol to all of the amazing ladies who are killing it this year. Uh, just to give a little bit of stats on what she has done, for those who might not remember, we have a little bit of stats from ESPNW, and it talks about 
the amazing amount of titles she has. Serena has 23 major titles, 32 major finals, as well as six U.S. Open titles, 72 career titles, and 319 weeks at number one. That's amazing. So we always want to go and support Serena and realize that she's a vet in this game. She already has so much professionalism and athleticism that she's brought to the table. But what I love to see is the newcomers come around and really aspire to achieve what she has in this amazing, in her amazing career. Now, as we get more into the U.S. Open, we want to also talk about Bianca Andreescu. She's 19 years old, and this is her first U.S. Open, and she, it was her first major U.S. Open title. She uh, defeated Serena and, and is killing it. She's only 19 years old. What I love about this is she's another youngin' just like Coco Goff, and she does her thing. I love to see Serena being so congratulatory towards her and just really show love and excitement uh, for the newcomers as she's a new rising star um, in the tennis organization. Now, one thing that I must talk about is what everyone wants to know, and ESPN even had an amazing, interesting article about it discussing why are the women killing it? And the, the U.S. women killing it in tennis more than men. What do you think about that? I want to I want to hear your guys' opi opinions and thoughts on why are the women killing it so much more than the men? The tennis is definitely uh, a non-gender game, so everyone can kill it, do amazing. But why do you think that the women are taking these titles, these amazing championships home, these, everything. We want to know what you guys think on why women are killing in tennis more than men. We're definitely dominating, and I'm excited to see what else comes out of it. Now, what else was really important for us to talk about um, was Serena Williams and what she has done outside of tennis. One of the major things that she's done is she this week she debuted her S by Serena Williams collection um, at New York Fashion Week, which is major. We don't see too many, uh, especially female, professional female athletes um, doing a lot of collaborations outside of your Gatorades and your already sports, but she is debuting in New York Fashion Week. The, the biggest place to debut your fashion collection, uh, not only had, did it have athleisure wear, but it also had very chic and you can dress it up or down items. She had people like Kim Kardashian there and Sierra that were there in support of her. So what I love about this is she is proving that you can do more outside of tennis than just be an athlete, but you can also be a businesswoman. Um, there's so many great things that Serena does, and she has really become a trailblazer for tennis and the overall um, brand and organization of what U.S. tennis players, U.S. women tennis players can do. So I'm super excited. When we get back from this break, we're going to be talking a little bit more with Ni about Naomi Osaka and Coco Golf and what their earnings are this year when we get back. Okay. You are watching Fusion Sports. I'm your host, Azari Manning, and if you're just tuning in, we were a little, talking a little bit about tennis and the amazing women um, who are killing it that killed it at the U.S. Open. Uh, Naomi Osaka killed it this 
this year round, as well as Coco Goff, and just to name a few. Also, Bianca Andreescu, who had her first debut opening at the U.S. Open and killed it and won a match against the one and only Serena Williams. Now, what is super interesting about this uh, U.S. Open, it was highly rated and a lot of coverage was about it. So many people from the media, as long as people at home tuned in to watch uh, this U.S. Open. One of the most interesting things that I had found myself about this uh, matchup and tournament was the amount of people of different uh, professional careers that were tweeting and tuning in and encouraging um, the rising stars like Naomi as well as Coco. Uh, just to name one, Steve Kerr went on to his Twitter to congratulate and to celebrate Coco Goff on her um, on her U.S. Open experience because that's exactly what it was. Remember, she's only 15 years old and she absolutely killed it. He went on to talk about um, how relentless she was and how she has so much ahead of her and it's a lot to deal with when you're 15 years old with the public eye on you as long with sports. So I'm super excited to see what will come from Coco as long with other people who are really celebrating her and um, are in support of her. So that was really amazing. One another interesting thing is Naomi Osaka decided that she wanted to go on and reveal her relationship with rapper YBN Gay, which was really interesting because we never really see uh, female athletes really um, show their relationships and their personal business. She's only 21 years old. So she went on to Instagram to talk about her new boo, and she was really she seemed really excited to really um, announce it. She said he makes her happy and um, things like that. I just really hope this is a really beneficial relationship and she'll continue to stay focused. Other than that, I think it's really cute that she was able to um, find a new boot outside of sports and music and see maybe she likes music. Maybe we'll hear her do a song with him. Who, who knows? But that was super, really cute. Um, also, we wanted to get into what else do we want to see from the rising stars like Coco. Of course, we want to see more major collabs with brands um, in fashion. I would love to know what uh, Naomi likes to do outside of tennis. Is there anything else she would like to explore her options with along with Coco? She's so young. She has a really great influence on social media since so many young girls are on social media. What is it next that we want to see from them that they'll maybe do on off-season, or will they really just stay committed to uh, tennis until they have a little bit more under their belt, just like Serena Williams? We also can't go without talking about Venus Williams and her line as well. She was the first to debut um, her fashion line, and it has had amazing ratings, and she's done great work, and it's great quality. And I feel like we should give a little bit more emphasis and input to see Venus because she does have a lot of major business deals um, outside of tennis and she's really made a, a name for herself outside of tennis. So that was really cool. We want to see what else Venus can bring to the table. She just has a new line coming out, I believe, um, in a few months. That'll be a new drop uh, along with the collection that she's already established. So we love to see tennis and the women of tennis do something different and explore because we don't really get to see them outside of the U.S. Open and the major uh, matchups and tournaments. So it's really exciting to see what new and exciting things will come. So stay tuned. We'll be getting into a little bit more outside of the tennis world, and we'll be right back after this.
And we are back with Fusion Sports. Now we got a little bit more to talk about, and we're going to talk about what's trending in sports all around the world, internationally, from the NBA to the MLB um, to boxing, whatever you want to name it. This is what's trending right now and what's hot on Twitter, Instagram, social media, the news, you name it. We're going to discuss it right now here on Fusion Sports. Now, the first thing that we want to talk about is the ESPN 2019 body issue. Now, this is an annual, uh, a yearly drop that they do that showcases athletes um, semi-nude or nude, uh, showcasing their body and the hard work and dedication that it comes that comes with having to be an athlete and the sh- what comes from your body and your strength with being an athlete. So, the top names that really hit the hit the issue this year was Liz Cambridge, and she killed it. Her set and her the photography was absolutely beautiful. She was showcased um, fairly nude, um, and she had like a ponytail on her head, as long with like a bedazzled uh, basketball. It was really beautiful. She had quite a few shots. They were all kind of like portrait gallery shots that were absolutely beautiful. Um, she talks about just the importance of owning your body, knowing who you are, and loving your body first and foremost. We can't be an athlete without loving your body and taking the time to do what's right to be to be uh, successful in the basketball industry. Um, also, Kathleen Ohashi was on it. She was had an amazing uh, portrait, and along with Chris Ball, who was also on the cover of uh, The Body Issue, of which he was fairly nude, and usually every time someone from the NBA who does The Body Issue, of course it comes with a little bit of backlash, but I do um, tap my tip my hat off to him for doing that because it's something different and I feel like we need to allow men to explore different things and not to feel so constructed to only do certain shots or certain looks so it was really interesting he had a great article along with that so make sure you guys go check that out now what I want to talk about is what the issue means of course you get athletes and well-known people um, who are uh, posing nude but what it really is is supposed to be an inclusive uh, platform, what you can say, to really allow people to love themselves and to show that everyone has a body of their own and what are you going to do to take care of that body or what are you using your body for uh, to make an impact in this world. So I absolutely love the body issue and I can't wait to see um, who's going to be on the next um, issues to come. Now, one, another thing that's super cool, Nike has announced to open the LeBron James Center or building in Portland at their headquarters. Uh, this was fairly uh, new news, and LeBron James had took to Twitter to, to talk about how honored he was and excited he was to be having a building entitled after him at their headquarters, which will probably stay there forever. Not too many athletes get that honor, and of course, no one should get that honor other than LeBron James. He's absolutely amazing. He really just sets the bar and is a trailblazer for athletes, no matter what industry you're in. And he continues to just do new and innovative things that help uh, widen the athletic construction. Now, um, also, Sean Livingston has announced his retirement. So a few of the well-known players like Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, had went on to talk about... um, his retirement and how they're going to miss him and how he was an amazing and strategic player to go on state along with winning those titles. So from Fusion Sports, we want to thank you, Sean Livingston, for your amazing athleticism and what you have shown us on the court all these years. 
Now, we also want to talk about Draymond Green, and he went to commemorate LeBron for being um, a trailblazer and for really setting the bar for athletes and talking about how remarkable his career is. And it's very true. His career is like no other, and he continues to take limits off of what an athlete is supposed to be or what an athlete is supposed to do. And I hope this encourages not only men but women to go out and do something different. Allow your passion for any sport to be a gateway to something else, to help people outside of sports and to really just make an impact in this world. And the final thing that's trending right now is Zion Williamson and Jordan Brand. They finally launched the uh, Air Jordan 34 and everyone has been going crazy about it. Um, there's been a lot of uh, pre-orders were sold out, so people were really excited to get this shoe and to try it on. I personally have not tried it on yet or seen uh, what it's capable of, but I'm sure it'll be great. Um, I'm hearing that Zion will be debuting this shoe at his first game with the Pelicans, so I'm excited to see how he plays in it, how well it is, and if that shoe will give him good luck. Now, when we get back, we'll be taking a little bit more into the ladies and discussing what we want to see from more ladies uh, from Fusion Sports. I'll be right back after this. Thank you so much for coming back and spending your day with me. I'm your host, Azaria Manning, with Fusion Sports. And... What else is there to talk about on Fusion? We're going to go back into fashion because that's what we do here at Fusion. We love fashion, and fashion is a major part of sports and how athletes um, express themselves along with the brands and the deals that they get. Now, we have to talk about Cam Newton and what everyone is entitling his scarf as the babushka. Oh, my goodness. Cam Newton finally had his major press conference um, after his game, and everyone seems to have an opinion about his headscarf and the way he wore it. He had it tied down with a little, like, knot right underneath uh, his chin, like, on his neck, and it was a, a printed, multicolored um, silk scarf, I'm assuming, um, and everyone had something to say about it. They were saying it wasn't cute, it wasn't, it wasn't nice, it looked a hot mess, whatever you want to call it, but actually, guys, He's actually on trend. Many people, uh, according to Vogue, have been wearing this, like Asa Brocky and Frank Ocean, who have been wearing the babushka um, around. So he's actually on trend for you guys who want to continue to make one of them. Let athletes explore fashion the way they want to. It's okay. Let them have fun. Imagine you were Cam- you were in the eyes of Cam Newton and you having to wear a boring suit every press conference. Press conferences sometimes aren't that fun. And some they just sometimes want to lighten it up with their fashion or bringing their kids along with them or whatever they can do to make light of uh, the moment and the press conference. So I'm excited to see what else Cam will do. He's already been entitled, like, one of the most stylish players um, in the world. So I'm excited to see what he'll do next. He may make this a thing where he'll wear a new scarf every single week and continue to make you guys mad. So I'm excited to see what comes out of that. Now... What I want to talk about is the amazing ladies of tennis. Um, What I want to see more from these tennis players are these amazing collabs and design deals. We need Puma, Nike, Reebok, you name it. Or heck, let them start their own line 
I want to see them have a little bit more influence and style when when they wear their clothes for their matchups and their tournaments. Now, of course, we talked about Serena and Venus having their line, but they're a little bit older. Now, Naomi, Coco, and Bianca are all young, uh, young girls who will definitely have a platform, and girls are really looking up to them. And tennis, I feel like, has the cutest gear. Why We need to see more. I want to see more cat suits and really cute skirts and the fitted shirts of maybe even polos. Let's get Nike, Puma, all of them on the phone right now and allow them to sponsor one of these girls and give them their own collaboration design and input because I feel like tennis is so cute, it's fun, it's girlies. Girls love to be athletic and look cute and fashionable at the same time. So we need to see them a little bit more in the fashion world and their influence from tennis um, on everyday streetwear because it's so, so, so cute. And yeah, that's all we have today uh, with the fashion segment. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. And next week, you make sure to stay tuned because it will definitely be all about the WNBA by then, we'll know who has made it to the final round of the WNBA playoffs, and we'll talk a little bit more into that and what we want to see more from the WNBA next season globally. I'm your host, Azaria, and thank you so much for watching Fusion Sports. This is a CWN Sports Network presentation.